Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Daniel. Second episode on Red Rising. We stopped. We stopped at a tough spot here. Okay. We stopped at the end of part four. Is that true? Yep. Yep. We have not started part five yet. All I can see, all I have read of part five is the little quote about the venom. And I'll tell you, listener, I wanted to keep reading so badly. It was tough to stop. It was tough to stop. But okay, first, before we talk about Red Rising, I have something I need to get off my chest. Oh. This is this is this is not related to Red Rising. If you if you if you're not interested in my rants, look at the episode description and jump to whatever we say. Okay. Here we go, Dan. We need more transparency in our hummus discourse. Okay? And, and Luke, what and the let me fuck explain what, what I mean by that. <laughs> so okay, this is about this is about hummus flavors. Okay? Okay. And I'm not I'm not trying to gatekeep on hummus flavors because I think they're fine. I'm more of an original kind of guy, but if you like the crazy ones, that's fine. God, Luke, you probably That's like fine. vanilla ice cream too. <laughs> I okay, okay. Let's 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 say that there's there's two there's two categories of hummus flavors. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that are like that are that go along with hummus in general. So mm-hmm. like original, roasted garlic, some red pepper. Yes. Pine yes. nuts. Yes. Those are all in one category, and then there's the other category. That's just completely unrelated, right? It's and the again, crazy category. It's the ch- and we're again, talking, those are fine. We're talking the chocolate hummus. Yeah, the chocolate hummus. Those are. I I personally am not that kind of person, but if you are, you do you. But okay, if you let's let's say we're going on like a road trip, and you're in charge of snacks, and you're like trying to figure out what the other people like. If you ask, if you ask someone. If they like hummus, that has a specific meaning. You can if if you're if you're asking someone if they like hummus, and they say yes, I think that only applies to the first category. Okay, if I, you ask someone if if they like hummus and you show up with Thai coconut curry hummus, and hand it to them with a with a carrot stick. This happened to me recently. Oh I was like, that's not, that's, I not that's, that's not what I answered. That's not the question that I was responding to. Absolutely okay? not. <laughs> Luke, I'm so, I'm 100% on board with you. I think I'm even more extreme, though. Because I think if you ask somebody if they like hummus, you're asking about hummus with nothing in it. Okay? You then ask, okay, do you mind if it has garlic in it? If you know you're going to get roasted garlic hummus, you have to kind of, I think you check in. I think you do a little check in to see, hey, is it, is it cool if it's got like other stuff? You could even, is it cool if it's got other stuff in it, right? Because if I like, I don't want somebody to ask, hey, do you like hummus? And me be like, yeah, but I don't like this kind or this kind. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to list all the kinds that I don't like. Like, right. that's a pain, Okay. But I do think it definitely only applies to category one, where you're mixing oh, in sure. at most one thing into that hummus. 
Got and it. it's and it's a thing that's already related to hummus. It's a savory thing. It's not its own meal description that they've compressed and put into hummus as an experience. You're not signing up for a flight of of weird hummuses, okay? When you say I like hummus. You're not trying to get cinnamon swirl hummus, okay? I don't that's an experience. That's not just hummus, okay? It's not like a snack that I'm that I would normally spread on my sandwich or dip carrot sticks into. No. So if you if you are asking me if I like hummus and you want to bring cinnamon swirl or Thai red curry hummus, you have to fo- you have to say, "Okay, do you also like Thai red curry?" And then you also have to ask, do you like those two things together? Because anything less is a betrayal. <laughs> it's absolutely a betrayal. It's taking somebody out onto the open ocean and casting them off in a boat without a sail and saying, like, enjoy your adventure. And then, and then okay, and then, th- th- see, the problem with this is that I'm on, my, I'm on my road trip. They pass up this Thai curry hummus. And now I have to be like, oh, I don't like that. And they're like, you said that you like hummus. Like, yeah, I do like hummus. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit. At, hold on, Luke. At what point is it not hummus anymore? I don't really know. Because if I take a scoop of hummus and put it on like ice cream, that's not hummus. The hummus <laughs> is a thing on the ice cream. Or if I'm making a smoothie and I put a tablespoon of hummus into the smoothie, that's, I can't call that hummus, okay? That's a smoothie that's got hummus in it. That's a blueberry smoothie that I put some hummus in for a little extra protein and fat, okay? Now, if I make Thai red curry hummus, and it's got all kinds of crazy shit in there, does that even count as hummus? At what point is it not hummus? See, my, I think that people that, that do the kind of thing that we're ranting against are picturing hummus as more of a texture. Mm. And we're doing hummus as like a food that has texture and taste that I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're completely changing the taste, I don't think you can, I don't, I'm not, okay, okay, again, I don't want to gatekeep. I'm not saying that you can't have these things. Right. I'm just saying that you have to you have to give more information than just hummus if you're getting a tier 2 flavor hummus. Luke, I've completely changed my mind. These people, these people have leveled up their hummus game. They've leveled up their hummus game. They're no longer ashamed of it. And they're trying to bring you along on this beautiful hummus journey. They're trying to mm-hmm. because they know on your own. If you go to the grocery store, you're not picking up Thai red curry hummus. No fucking way you're going to buy that at the grocery store when you're looking for hummus because you're scared. And these people have said, you know what? Luke needs to experience the possibility of hummus. And so I'm going to bring the hummus that Luke is never going to be afraid, is never going to be brave enough to buy himself at the store. He's going to go with roasted garlic, but I'm going to, I'm going to open the door to a beautiful new hummus adventure for Luke. Okay. I think this is a wonderful gift somebody has tried to give you, Luke. 
I think, okay, so it could be, well, I guess there, there could be a well-meaning aspect to it. Right. Because I will say, sometimes I'll see like a brownie hummus, you know? And you're curious. And be like, what is that? Yeah. Would I like that? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not getting that. That's crazy. <laughs> Only a crazy person but, would buy but that. But part of me in the back of my hand is like, that would be fantastic. Right. Maybe. Right. And then here's the great thing about it that this person has done for you. You don't have to feel bad if you throw it out. Like if you don't, if you don't like brownie hummus, but you bought a tub of brownie hummus, you either have to eat it all or throw it away. Both bad options, both bad. But if somebody brings brownie hummus on your road trip and you have a bite and you're like, I don't really like that. Guess what? You're just not hungry anymore. Oh yeah. Uh, I know I didn't eat more of the hummus. I'm having like a stomach thing right now. So I just didn't really, I didn't really want to nom on it anymore. I didn't really want to fill my gob with cinnamon swirl hummus anymore. Right? And so you have an easy out. You don't have to throw it away. You don't have to eat the rest of it. They've provided you with the Costco sampler of this weird hummus. I think that's a beautiful gift somebody's given you. Luke. Okay, yeah, that's fair. We we can we can we can come around to there. I'll I'll finish this by saying Thai red curry. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and saying is just a bad one because like <laughs> you can't go you can't go for a food that's served hot. No 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 no, no definitely not. And then go hummus. Okay. Okay, let's let's that's a lot of hummus discussion. Let's let's talk red rising. So again, we have not started reading part five. I know you want to. I know you want to. And it, I, honestly, I'm gonna finish the book today. I know I'm gonna finish yep. the book today. But hold out for us, listener. Hold out with us on this journey. Right off the bat, Luke. Right off the bat. A venom stinger would have been so fucking useful in this first chapter. You, you mean, okay. were hating on my venom stinger idea last episode. In the one-on-one -on -one naked stone room fight with Cassius's brother, a venom stinger would have crushed it. Venom stinger would have been very good here. That's true. A secret venom stinger. A secret venom stinger that... That we would have loved to see the carver give. And I think that's fair. And I and I understand why you're taking a victory lap here. Because I'm literally still, the first I'm still chapter. saying that the, the the uses of Venom Stingers are limited to basically this one scenario. Okay, but it came up. <laughs> you're That's like, okay, okay. It happened. It would have been extremely useful. And Darrow could have just got destroyed. Darrow could have died. Priam died. Okay. Darrow could have Very just valid. died here. So it would have been incredibly helpful. Like, his whole journey could have ended if, if he didn't have a Venom Stinger. So I'm saying it could have been the most important factor in him continuing on. So, sure, just because it only happened one time, incredibly useful. Mm -hmm. You only need it to happen one time for it to, for it to save your life. Okay? That's fair. Dang it. I'm taking a I'm taking the V on this one. I'm, okay. I'm we're calling the W. All right, I'll give it to you. This 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 fight with Julian is his name. Yeah, I forgot his name. Sorry, Julian. So intense. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. It's the whole book has been intense, especially this section. 
but I think the like brutality of that fight got me got me set for the rest of the of this section very you know because because before that it had been kind of like romantic in a way you know everything that happened even even the horrible things that happened were done in a romantic style i would say but this fight is just so brutal that i was shocked a little bit by it and then i was like okay that's what this is now right like the the description of of them like kind of not knowing if it was real or not at first when they started their fight right the description of how their punches were kind of like slow and soft because they were not really wanting to kill each other was perfect like it it drew me in immediately because i was like yeah if i got thrown in a room with somebody this is how it would start is we would like kind of start punching but be very uncertain about it and then right. realize the other person was slowly ramping it up and be like fuck i don't i don't want to die and then it would it would be over and we'd be like shit i just killed somebody oh my god i i actually had a huge problem with the fight though from a conceptual standpoint okay in that a lot of the tests were like I don't remember the extrapolative thinking or something like that. Some different kind of thinking where, you know, the actual question is kind of phrased in a weird way. And so when they got thrown in this room and he said only one would leave alive, I was like, okay, so what's the trick on this one? Mm -hmm. What's the, you know, how are they going to think about, oh, actually, we need to do it this way. And a lot of the other things in the book, it's been that way, right? Like with the card that Dara was shown with the Reaper. Oh, I actually just made that connection. Now he's being called the Reaper. So cool. Way to go, Darrow. <laughs> um, good book, Pierce. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, there's like an alternative solution that isn't the bad thing that's going to happen. And they didn't even question it. They didn't even like, maybe we're supposed to come up with a new thing. They just started beating right. each other up. Um, which I don't think that there was an alternative solution. I think this was meant to be like, Hey, sometimes you just got to murder somebody. Um, but I, I wonder in how many rooms the two people were like, all right, it's another test. Let's figure this out. <laughs> hey, maybe if you stand on my shoulders, there's a, there's a vent somewhere we can crawl out of. Or uh, I bet in a, in a lot of rooms, one of the person or one of the people is like trying to figure out something like that. And the other one is just <laughs> taking advantage. The other one's like, how can I get this guy in a position where I can just snap his neck and be done with yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for def- sure. Definitely that's happening. Okay, let's talk about this in a broader context. So basically, this happens in every house or class or whatever they're called. Um, so half of the people that get into this institute are dying immediately. And everyone that has gone through the institute knows this. So it's it's hard for me to tell how many of the people that are going have like parents that have gone to there because it seems like a small fraction of golds actually make it through. Mm-hmm. But still, a lot of them are going and their parents know that they're probably going to die. Julian Cassius's parents knew. Yeah. And then I was kind of thinking... They make fun of, like, the pixies, the ones, the golds that are just, like, 
hanging out, doing whatever they want, I think they might have the right idea, you know? I was thinking the same thing, Luke. If I'm a gold, uh, I can fly and have complete command over basically everybody else on the street. That's an option for my life. That sounds pretty good. The other option is I could be constantly in fear of my life because... I am competing with all these other golds who want my job and will kill me for it because I have power to command star fleets and stuff. What is that power even doing? All right, let's think about that. What's the benefit you get from that power? Sure, you get to like shape the fate of the universe a little bit. Great. This guy's over here doing backflips off of the top of a skyscraper. In gravity Into a pool. Into a pool. While while drinking champagne. That sounds fantastic. And you can't do that, buddy, because you have a starship to command and a galaxy to run. Who cares? And you're a psycho. You're a psychopath. Abs well, yeah, I mean a lot of these a lot of these golds are psychopaths, so I think that <laughs> yes. that's kind of where that's coming from. But there's also gotta be a good number of golds who like, when the revolution comes, I think they might be into it. Mm-hmm. Because think of think of all the low drafts who are still golds, so they want to pretend like they're better than everyone else, but get treated like complete ass in this simulation that they're doing. They call them names like Weed and Goblin, and all the other golds are just shitting on them the whole time. And... And they don't have to take it. Like, they could go be pixies and do whatever they want, right? Right. But they have to go through this process where they're, like, probably going to... They're, like, there's a high chance they just get murdered or mutilated or destroyed in some way. That's a bad system if I'm a low gold. If I'm a low draft, that's a bad system for me. Yeah. I wonder if you can... We haven't seen anyone do it, and I doubt anyone would, but... Is there just like a forfeit button that you can do? If you're if you're draft pick number 49 yeah. and you survive your passage and they're like, okay, now we're going to go to the game of capture the, the flag where everyone murders each other. Can you just be like, I'm going to go be a pixie? That's fine with me. I don't. Or like shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> I, okay. I think that's my move. Here's the thing. I don't think so because I think you become one of the shamed, mm-hmm. which is another reason why this sounds terrible for a gold, right? You sign up for the institute and then they tell you, "Oh yeah, you'll be ashamed if you don't pass," which means you're gonna be—I don't know. There, I think there's some bad—I don't remember the exact bad consequences. Um, I think you get sent to like an outer world or something like that. Ooh. Essentially, like you have a bad life. Well, not you have a pretty worse life compared to what you had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you have to come up with a creative way to get kicked out that doesn't involve you dying. Right. I don't think you can just walk over to another team and be like, please enslave me. Actually, don't enslave me. Uh, I'd like to get out of here now. <laughs> I think you have to come up with a creative way um, of getting enslaved like later on. So mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, you're not, because everybody's going to get enslaved eventually, except the two houses that win. 
So like they, I don't, I don't think they're going to shame everybody that gets enslaved. Right. But near the end, when it comes down to like two houses, you've got to figure out really quick who's going to win and say like, I'm going to go with that one, whichever one it like, is. So I, th- I think we're at the point, right? Yeah. In the book where you, you if, if you're a low draft, you get enslaved now. Yes. Because yes. I don't want to be involved in the fight versus Jackal. No. It sounds so, although the lady that came to deliver the message from Jackal sounded pretty bad. Was she a slave? I don't no. think she was even a slave. No. She was just like one of the warriors from Jackal. And it, her description was like gaunt cheekbones. She had teeth all up in her hair. Uh, she uh, she had like dead eyes. If I see that, I'm like, oh, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah, we're in a tough spot. Here. I don't want to put, I don't want my teeth to go in her hair. I like these little pearly white chompers. Okay, okay. Also, though, the thing that I think we need to keep in mind is that a carver literally took Darrow and turned him into a gold from a red. So they've got to be able to put ears back on and teeth back in. All this, like, mutilation that's happening has got to just be, like, temporary. It's meaningless. It's temporary for sure because, like... We've got carvers, okay? Well, hey, let's... You got your ear cut off. Oh, boo-hoo. We're going to give you a dolphin ear now so you can echolocate. Surprise. Yeah, the, the mutilation is is doesn't mean anything at this point. Right. Unless we find out later that they've, like, banned you from getting that stuff fixed, which... Okay, come on, guys. It's like... Yeah, it'd just be a dick move. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's talk... So, so one one quick thing... The uh, I've proctors or something. I'm gonna call them the teachers, mm-hmm. but I think it's I might be proctors. They watch from a floating mountain, and it's named Olympus. Come on, guys, let's 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 come up with anything. Um, and then they play they play little pranks on on each other's. The one the one that we hear is one person put in like a hundred thousand rats into someone's castle, and then. The other person had known about this, so they went ahead and installed a thousand cats. If I'm the people in that castle, I'm like, this isn't, you didn't save us from the rats. (laughs) There's cat shit literally everywhere, okay? (laughs) Also, my allergies are horrendous right now. Yeah, that's not. It's not better. That's not a fix, you know? No, no. But I think part of it is the Proctors kind of playing pranks on their own house as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. the Proctors are kind of pranking their own their own students with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think the Proctors are just having fun. I think that's what they're doing too, right? Which just... The empath- Proctors are like, they've got, they've got their fantasy football team and they're trying to come up with a funny name. That's what the Proctors are doing. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking about the Proctors, it, Mars is like the worst Proctor ever, right? Because, okay, to start, their castle sucks. All these other Proctor, all these other castles apparently have like all this cool shit in them. 
Mars's castle. The only cool shit that it has is it's like defensible because it's in fog. And that's like it. It's got no like food other than sheep running around that are just running around out in the highland mountains. And it's got no like cool weapons or anything in it. It's bad. Okay. Bad castle to start. Then Mars is like not giving them anything. Other, other proctors are giving people like, uh, weapons and food. And, uh, apparently a proctor gave a fucking hollow disc of the fight between Julian and Darrow. That seems like a huge advantage. I'd love some of that, Mars. Where are you, buddy? Yes. And okay. I was... Quick Dan Theory. I think Mars may have given them the hollow disc of the fight. Ooh. Because Mars, I think, is just kind of like trying to throw a little wrinkle into it. I think he's trying to push Darrow to see how good he can be. And so I think... I don't think that uh, Pluto gave... Because Pluto's the... Uh, Jackal. Jackal. Pluto's Jackal's uh, proctor. But I think the Mars proctor gave him the hollow disc as a piece of leverage. Ooh. But in that case, what are you doing? Like, it matters if your house wins, right? Like, your house gets more benefits if they win. Yes. That's, yeah. So, Ooh, okay. So, I like this theory because it just, it doesn't, this is another thing that just like, we have no evidence for, but it feels good. It feels right? really good. Yeah. This feels feel like something that it. the guy would do because he's very manipulative and I think he's trying to push his house. I think he's trying. And, and we see and we see that his discussion with Darrow where Darrow is kind of like, you are much better than a proctor. So he's got to have, there's got to be something going on with him. I forget his name, but the Mars proctor. Mm-hmm. Got to be something going on with him that he's, he's, He's much more capable than the other proctors, I think. But he seem he's not doing anything for them. And I when we when we first started this, I at first thought that it was everyone was like this, you know? Yeah. Everyone starts out with an empty castle and they have to figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a little it was getting major Age of Empires vibes Ooh, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start out with a little area, gotta explore. You're in the you're in the very first technological age build up, but it seems like everyone else is getting much better. Like the gift that Jackal offers um, Cassius. Cassius 50 is ion like blades. 50 ion blades, which is like, what the fuck is even an ion blade? Where are you guys getting these? You're not building those from the materials that we've found in this valley. Those came from somewhere. Right. 50 also that's like your entire team yeah that's kidding out your entire team with ion blades they're not gonna find that in a hidden cache next to the matches in their <laughs> highland castle area somebody's given out ion blades maybe it's a maybe it's a you're limited in the amount of things that you can give and mars is just saving it all for the end Ooh, yeah so we're gonna get like a a nuke at the end here or like a spaceship <laughs> mars yeah a spaceship mars is like all right you guys can just leave if you want it's <laughs> over good job here 
Maybe. I'm also I'm I'm considering that maybe Mars is waiting to like help out Darrow. So like, okay, obviously Darrow can't be dead, right? Mm-hmm. Darrow's gonna be alive in part five. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking Mars is gonna have something to do with it. Uh either Mars or um I can't think of who else it would be. Other or the wolf kid. What's his name? Goblin, but his name is Severo. actually yeah, Severo. Or Severo's gonna find him. But I feel like that would be too much Severo coming in to save the day. So I feel like Mars is gonna help out uh mm-hmm. Darrow in some way here. Um which like then it would be him. But then he's kind of showing favoritism. That's the thing I don't really like about it. Is like, come on, guys. <laughs> It's just, well, I mean, it seems like it seems like the really the main thing that matters is your top person. Y- yeah, but I, th- I think that's for sure true. But I think everybody else gets benefits as well. Like if your house wins, the members of that house also get seen as like pretty good and get, you know, good positions. Obviously, the person who is the, I don't remember the name of the primus. Top. I think primus. Yep, the person who's the primus gets like very high accolades but i think everybody else kind of rides their coattails a little bit too so you would think you'd want your house to win right right but then okay thinking about it more from like the gold perspective where they're trying to see like survival of the fittest and like they're really trying to push their students here giving them less help might in the long run benefit them right right okay so here's so mars seems to always be this way right Mm -hmm. we get we get people telling darrow that mars is always the really angry people that do like crazy violence and they flame out really quickly and they never win Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my my guess is that mars the proctor knows this and kind of always does this because he's always looking he's he's doing kind of a high risk high reward Mm -hmm. thing where he like never wins but when he does a big win mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's true i think that's exactly the strat mars is going for so i think i i i don't know if it's necessarily going to be right but your theory about mars giving being the one to give this hollow it feels good to me as well i know because he's got to be doing some crazy stuff up there yeah 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 yeah. i think he did it otherwise Pluto's got to have hacked into the mainframe to steal this hollow, right? Because there's no way they all have access to these to these killing videos. I guess, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be some crazy shit. It's got to be Mars. Got to be. be. I would also like to know how this year compares to previous years. In terms of, like, in terms violence of like, and rape? Yeah. Yeah, I would be interested to see, too. Or, like, teeth in people's hair. It seems like this year is a little more intense mm-hmm. because I, there's that conversation where Darrow is asking how many people are allowed to die. Yeah. And he's like, I think we'll still be under the limit, even with the chaos that's happening over there. But well, like, how high is this limit? Because we're getting close. We got to be getting close. Well, he said well under the limit. So I don't know. That makes me think it's not as crazy as previous years if we're not even close to the limit of how many people can die. But yeah. we don't know how close previous years got to that limit, right? The limit right. could Maybe be Maybe the limit it. was like everyone but one can die. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I, I have one more comment about 
the fight between Julian and um, Darrow. The fight that, okay. that's in the hollow that gets Cassius all mad at Darrow. So this tension has been building between Darrow and Cassius since Ca- or Darrow killed Julian. Because Cassius has been trying to figure out who killed his brother. Which, I get it from a brother standpoint. I get it. But man, like, what was the what was the alternative for anybody right. who's still alive right now? Nothing. So, like, you're mad at the wrong person for this happening. Okay? So, so I think Darrow's point hit home that, like, what would you do in this situation, Cassius? But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is... Cassius asked Darrow, hey, who did you fight? And Darrow, the, what we get from Darrow is, I lied. It was convincing. We moved on. Okay. What I take from that is, Darrow gave a name of somebody that he fought and killed. That's a big risk you took, Darrow, because here's the risk. You have a one in 49 chance you say the name that cassius fought and if you say that name cassius is like i know exactly who you killed (laughs) you did not kill cheryl you did not kill cheryl crow because i killed cheryl crow in this fight right so okay but i i will say you are assuming the way in which he lied I am, but, like, how else would he lie to get out of that conversation? Like, oh, I actually didn't kill anybody. I mean, he could be like, I don't know his name. It's like this, like, this tall dude. I don't know. He had, like, blonde hair. (laughs) He looked pretty strong. Uh, (laughs) He had gold eyes. Ooh, maybe that'll help. He had gold eyes. It's not I think you could get around it because they don't know each other's names necessarily, right? There's like a hundred of them at this, and they're and they didn't get to know. He's theoretically fighting like number ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess. But I think you ask for some description. If you're if you're Cassius, you say, "Tell me more about this person. Maybe we can figure out. You know, we'll put together their name. Let's put the, let's put their name together, huh?" Because cause at this point, you're suspicious of everybody, right? If I'm Cassius, mm-hmm. everybody's... Of course, they're going to lie to me if they've killed my brother. They're not going to tell me that they killed my brother. Yeah. So I need to dig a little bit if I really Which I know. feel like if you're Cassius, we, we said this already. If you're Cassius, you don't want to know, right? No, 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 no. For sure. Because they had... Like, the option was them dying or your brother dying, okay? So of course, they're going to do it. And it's not because they hate your brother or they hate you. They're going to do it because they don't want to die. Okay? So come on, Cassius. Come on, Cassius. Put the pieces together. I just think it's a risky move to say a name to Cassius that, sure, it would fall in the lower 50. It would be somebody you would fight, but it could be somebody Cassius fought. What if he said a random, like, what if, Cassius probably doesn't know everyone's name. Oh. What if he was like, I fought Joshua. And Cassius is like, hmm, I don't remember a Joshua, but I didn't learn everybody's names. Right. Joshua sounds like a weak name. Yeah, okay. All right. You took out Josh. Nice. 
Nice. I'll believe it. I think that's the move. Ooh, you also run the risk, though, if you say a name. I'm still stuck on this freaking name thing. If you say a name and then Cassius goes around in private to everybody and he's like, hey, who'd you kill? And they tell him or even a few people tell him. Ooh, that's risky. That's risky, Darrow. But But then he doesn't know which one of you is lying. I don't know. It's... It's, it's also a sore subject for everybody, so everyone's not really wanting to talk about it. No, Cassius, you know this is a bad move. Which I love the scene where he, like, they're all at dinner, and he's like, hey, everybody, let's play a game. Who did you kill? And everyone's like, fuck this. <laughs> everyone's like, I am not talking about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cassius, just be mad at your dad. Okay? And your mom. And your mom. And, like, all the other gold to cause this to happen. Right. Okay, let's get back Let's get back into the game mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think Darrow has read Moneyball and is like, people are undervaluing these, these low drafts? I mean... He gets, them in, he gets them in the right positions. 100%. That was in when Darrow was learning the 3000 years of human history in that sleep chamber, he got not only the book money ball, he got the Brad Pitt uh, extravaganza with Jonah Hill. He watched that movie five times. He was like, now I know. Now I know how statistics work. Right. And game theory. Yes. Game theory. By love. That's, that's, that's my, that's my assumption Mm -hmm. on, because it, it works out. I mean, he doesn't go into detail about what he's doing, but he's got these low drafts. I don't know how different low drafts can be from high drafts. Apparently pretty different. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but they're still like they're still very capable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't necessarily need I I I actually think at a certain level too many high drafts is probably a bad thing. Well, cuz right? they're all going to be competing to try and be the primus. Right. Yeah. So him putting together a bunch of low drafts who are very good at what they do, just not elite. Yeah. Yeah. Works out. Plus, plus, Severo? We love Severo. I knew Severo killed Priam from the beginning. Like, every, as, every, Okay, everyone should have. Everybody should have known it was Severo. It's like, we have this guy who's the only one at the bottom of the draft, and this guy who's the only one at the top of the draft that died. Yeah. Everyone should be putting this together. And he goes out and murders a wolf day one. He goes out (laughs) and literally wears the pelt of the alpha wolf day one. Duh, he killed Priam. Duh. This guy's a maniac. I want him on my team. I want him. Right. You're doing... If you're you're Darrow, which I don't think he actually did that much, but you recognize that Severo is insane. You're you're finding a way to... To get him on your team, no matter what. Okay. He's, he's, he's like MVP. Absolutely. And, and you should know that he's MVP from day one also. He's even better than the MVP because he doesn't even want to be Primus. So this is a guy who isn't going to compete with you for the top spot and will just like be your bud. Like he'll just like mass, he'll crawl into a dead horse for hours for you just because because you will like you'll let him go destroy shit you'll let him go fuck shit up that's loyalty you can't buy that loyalty 
Severo is top. Severo is top spot for sure. Yeah. I, okay. For a while, I thought Severo was a red who had also undergone a carving, but maybe just less successful than um, Darrow's was because of how he kind of like hates. He seems to be like a loner and he kind of hates everybody else. Um, I don't think that's true anymore. Right. So I, I know what you mean. I think that I kind of thought that at first, but he's too, he, he doesn't, he's too similar to what a red would be. Like he doesn't try. Yeah. He's not hiding it well enough. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe that's a good strategy, you know? But, but I think Severo is definitely a gold ally. Like if Severo finds out that, um, Darrow's a red. I don't think Severo tells anybody. I think Severo's mm-hmm. kind of hype about it. I think Severo's mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, brother. Let's get Severo him. just wants to be involved in like a rebellion. Yeah, I think Severo does. And so I think Severo's an ally for Darrow if he finds out he's a red. The other reason I don't think Severo's a red is because from just like a writing perspective, you can't put, you can't have that twist in there twice. You can't right. be like, Titus was a red. And also... Severo's a red. Whoa. I, that doesn't work the second time. It doesn't work. But that Titus reveal, though. Oh, my God. Tragic. That was... First of all, tragic. Yes. But oh, that was such an incredible reveal. Like, it's been a while since I've had some kind of plot twist or reveal that I've been, like, crazy surprised by, but also was, and also was, like, super into it. But this was this was like one of my top reveals of all time. This was like red wedding style. I mean, not style, but like level plot twist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it this, was done so well. It was done incredibly well. Uh, it immediately changed how I thought about Titus as a character, right? Because for a while, you're just like, this guy's insane. This guy, what is he doing? He is just so bloodthirsty for seemingly no reason. Come on, Titus. You're you're just a crazy person. And then you're like, oh shit, he's getting revenge. I kind of I'm kind of into it, Titus. Like I kind of get I kind of get what you were going for, but you can't do that, buddy. Come on. I am a little so bit good. I'm a little bit disappointed that Darrow immediately was like, mm, I gotta kill him. You know, I'm a little disappointed he wasn't like, mm, maybe I could just if I explain this to him. Like the way it was explained to me, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe okay, we okay. Get here's, Titus here's, on our side. So I was I was looking for something a little bit different than what happened as well, but not in the same way. Okay. Let me tell you yeah, what yeah, I yeah. wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for a scene where Darrow sentences him to die, like he does, mm-hmm. but he's 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 like on the chopping block, right? Darrow comes up to him and whispers in his ear so no one else can hear him and kind of explains that he's a red too. No, he... And then he's like... Yeah, he just has to say one thing. He just has to say, like, break the chains. Right? He says break the chains to him. Break break the chains. And then, like... And then Titus looks up at him and does some solidarity thing. And then whack right there. Yeah. Yeah. That would be such an incredible scene. And I was looking for it. Okay, okay. Really wanted it. I also really wanted it. There's a lot of reasons why both of the things that Luke and I said couldn't be in that plot twist. Like, I get it. Those things couldn't happen. 
I wanted them to happen though, just because of how like sympathetic I felt to Titus in that moment. I wanted Darrow to tell Titus that he was a red. I did too. I wanted that to happen at a minimum. I did too. But like, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why he couldn't do that, right? Like there's, yeah. that's too risky. It's too risky for him. So like, it, it made sense what happened. I just didn't love, I, okay, I did love it, but I didn't love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, I, it was, the reveal was just so good. It was so good. Ah, oh, thank you, Pierce. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, do you think Titus knew Dara was a red? Because they have that no. discussion in the prison. And Titus starts using uh, words like they did it first. And he starts, he breaks down into his red language. Almost like he knows he's talking to another red. Like he says they did it first. And then he goes to describe what they did. But if, if Titus is talking to another gold, why is he saying they did it first instead of you did it first? And Titus is like, I thought you were different, mm. but instead you're like friends with them. I don't know if Titus knew or not. And I kind of lean towards maybe he did know. Ooh, that's a good point. So I, I was originally on the side of thinking that he did not know. Yeah. And that he was just kind of, you know, he was at the end and was just kind of losing it. Yeah. That's what my that's what my other side is thinking. Like those those are the two competing ideas I have is that either Titus knew it was over and was just kind of letting it all come out, or he knew and he was like, "Dude, come on, you're gonna do this." Because it was it was done in kind of a way where it doesn't seem like he. It seems like he's almost talking to himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rather than talking, and he says, "I think it's like bloody damn instead of gory damn." Yeah. And that's when. Uh, that's when Darrow realizes it and Titus is kind of like, why are you freaking out now? So, okay. So I, I, I think that he doesn't know that Darrow is a red. I would be, I would be surprised, but not too surprised if he did, if we learned that he did know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where I think I'll be. Okay. I think I still, because he sounded a little accusatory to Darrow. Like, ah, mm -hmm. I was your friend at first, but then I realized like, you're friends with them. Why are you friends with them? Um, so I, I, I think I lean that that he knew that Titus knew. Okay. Um, but but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not convinced. It's still very ambiguous. It's still a question for me whether or not Titus yeah. knew or not. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um, a scene around then they they go and raid. Uh, I forget what it is. They raid. Is it Minerva Diana or something or like Minerva. that? Okay, yeah. And they get their their standard, and they get and Darrow grabs the cook, which was a legit. I mean, it was a legitimately funny moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> he he grabs her, and I think Cassius is like, "Why did you take a captive?" And he's like, "She's a cook." <laughs> and they keep running, and everyone's like, "Hell yeah!" And I, and I think everyone laughs. Yeah, that was that was a legitimately very funny and it was also a really good scene to see that they're like kids that are like kind of friends and doing stuff that's also funny not just psycho stuff <laughs> right right there's still young people who are like tp in people's houses and <laughs> tweeting about oh they're not young people aren't tweeting anymore damn it 
TikToking? I don't know what I don't know what are you yeah, yeah. But I, that was a good that also a good when they're moment. running around trying to find the cook and they're like Julia no uh where is she over there all right hey anybody in here Julia oh yeah you come on come with me <laughs> very good yeah the other thing it. the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was when they were when they were trying to decide who the leader was going to be and it all broke down into chaos. The whole time they're trying to decide a leader, I was like, you know what would come in handy right now? Just putting this thing to a vote real quick. <laughs> no, Dan, democracy. We hate it. And I was like, this, honestly, the whole time they're doing this, my thoughts are like, okay, we have a conflict. Oh, we, we know a good way to solve this. Uh, hold on, guys. I get it. Three people want to be leader. We can solve this totally easily. Everybody, let's just like, let's just all say who we want to be the leader. And then whoever has the most obviously will be the leader. Okay. That's like, come on, day one shit. And then there's that little period where like democracy is forbidden, blah, 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 whatever. But it was just like, man, that would really come in handy right now, huh? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be very convenient. But that's, that's the point of the game, Dan. It's the point of the game. I mean, also, though, to a certain extent, it comes out implicitly because essentially the people who go with each of the leaders are voting for that person to be the leader and change their vote when they go along with another leader. It's it's basically democracy, except for the campaign is like violence and murder rather than convincing. Yes. Or like discussion and debates. Exactly. It would be like if you gave Elizabeth Warren a scimitar and Bernie Sanders like a hacksaw or a mace and told him to go at it for two weeks in the woods. Yeah. Okay. Still democracy. <laughs> kind of? No. Um, okay. One one little death that's got me a little bit, that I was a little bit sad about, that I have no business being sad about, is... When they they do their crazy takeover of uh, they 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 get Diana's team to help them take over Minerva or whoever it is, mm-hmm. and then Diana's team stays and betrays them, and then they win out. And then the leader of Diana, who I kind of liked up to that point, when they escaped, she was like the only one that fell off her horse and got trampled. That hurt me a little bit. I kind of liked her. It also stood out to me. Yeah, because she seemed like uh, reasonable. She heard out what um, Darrow's plan was and was like, this is a good plan. We're not going to just enslave you right away like some psychopaths. And and she was like kind of cunning too. She was like, ooh, now I'm going to take Minerva from Darrow. This is a good plan. Um, yeah, I was, I was also kind of hit by that. And is it weird to see I was hit by that? more than leia dying ooh because like i was definitely like also definitely a bad move leia dying but i didn't really like have that much into leia right she was kind of just a side character who we liked because she was close friends with darrow and roke i think is his name. and roke mm-hmm. it would be roke would be a tough hit which yeah. he might still be. Yeah, we're nervous about... Oh, oh, that was the other thing I was thinking is maybe Darrow gets saved by Roke. Like, I, I think there's a possibility Roke's out there and he saves Darrow. So okay. somebody's got to save Darrow. It's either Roke or Mars. I'm calling that right now. 
But if we find out Rogue's dead, that's going to be a tough hit because we love Rogue. We love Rogue. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair, though. The, the, uh, the girl from Diana dying might be worse than Leia. And I... At least it hits me a little bit harder than Leia hit me. Like, mm-hmm. Leia hit Darrow pretty hard, but Leia didn't hit me that hard. Mm-hmm. Girl from Diana hit me pretty hard. That's where we're coming down on this. I'm on board with that. Okay. Luke, is fire that hard? <laughs> is it that hard? Apparently, Is it... If you got two weeks to make fire... Because you really, you really only need it once. You really only need it once. And we see that in that he's trying to go get a torch. He's trying to lasso a torch from, uh, what is it, series? Yeah, I think so. Come on, g- g- guy. You got... I feel like this was something that they studied really hard for. They, or they studied they started for this, this whole test thingy really hard for it. They didn't know what it was going to be, but they had the whole however many years they've been alive to prepare for this and they get there and they're like ah i should have studied how to make fire damn it that was the one thing that i thought that i wouldn't need but luke you're wrong because the first thing they try which is a good try is to bash some metal against rocks to make a spark Mm -hmm. great idea that also shows you kind of know where fire comes from okay Here's the, here's the other thing I know about where fire comes from. You rub two sticks together for long enough, you get some fire. Okay? You're telling me we've got two weeks to rub sticks together. You've got slaves that you could just be like, hey, four people, take these two sticks and make a fire with it. Rub them together until there's a fire. Come on, guys. Yeah. And people are like eating raw meat and starving. Because you can't make a one fire. A one. Just one fire. Also, I like that Darrow is trying to show off how amazing his group is because they have fire. It's like, you just found some matches, man. You didn't make fire. You got lucky. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. The other thing about it. Okay, this is the other thing about it. Titus is getting desperate for fire, right? They know Darrow's group has fire, okay? At one point, they figure it out because they're like, why do you smell like wood smoke, Darrow? Darrow's like, oh, shit. Okay, they've got numbers on Darrow. So if they, uh, you know, kind of like attack, Darrow's going to run. They're going to run and, and get away. They're not bringing the fire with them. All you need is a, a hot piece of wood, one, one little hot coal, and you've got fire. You don't even have to leave your zone. You haven't tried that, Titus? Right. Okay, maybe, maybe, what is it, Octavia, who's the other person? Oh, what's the other person's uh, name? The Antonina? Antonina. Yeah, you could have, you could be worried about Antonina coming in and when you're weakened, taken over. Like, maybe that's a, a little challenge. I just think it can't be that hard to get some fire going on, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they just, they, they don't know the wood thing. That's what I'm saying. They didn't study hard enough. So they got one source of fire down. They're like, you get some metal, some flint, get that guy going. That's how you get fire. But they don't know that like you get enough friction going and it heats up the wood enough. Which seems, what's like, what are you guys doing? 
study 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 this a little bit more i just that was that was just my only thing i mean come on you gotta get it's also not that it's like kind of weirdly not that big of a part of a story you know like the fact that they didn't have fire didn't really factor in that much oh really because i thought it factored in a lot because i feel like in term overall Mm. i don't really think so see i thought it factored in well, I guess it didn't really affect that much because nobody defected because of the fire that Darrow had. You, I mean, maybe you could argue that their group went crazy partially because of this. I think like, that's Titus where I'm going. Especially. Yeah. yeah, is the reason why they turned so quickly into like crazy people is because they didn't have a fire, you know, and they were eating raw goat meat right. for a while, which, oh, guys... You don't want it. You really don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, we've got, we've learned so much, and yet we they didn't teach you how to make fire in your fancy, fancy gold schools, and now look at you. It's like, you tried so hard and got so far. <laughs> don't. Finish it for me, Dan. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it really didn't matter, though. Well, so, I mean, Darrow had fire, but... Look how far that got him. He's he's sitting in the snow with a hole in his in his stomach and his guts pouring out. It's it's not a very good look. Hopefully somebody's gonna come save him. Uh, maybe Mars. Maybe maybe Roke. You know, maybe maybe a wild card. Maybe somebody else who we haven't seen. Maybe somebody from one of the northern houses. Ooh, throw them in there. Um, or maybe he's just gonna die. But uh, whatever happens, I'm gonna be here. Luke's gonna be here. We're going to have hot takes. We're going to be acting like dumb nerds. 